Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. This is Jennifer. And Corey. And we are with Dr. Marketing Tips. I want to welcome you back again today to our podcast. Today we will be talking about one of the areas that um, seems to take up it's a huge time suck for all of us, and that is creating content that drives people to your website and keeps them there and ultimately gets them to um, schedule an appointment. Yeah, so one of the big keys to creating content is targeting the content you know it i think it's key to every aspect of marketing you know you want to make sure that you're giving the right message to the right person so one of the things that we do when we sit down with a client and i want you to take some notes and and maybe try this exercise yourself and it's actually a little bit harder i think to to answer than you it might seem on the surface um is creating and identifying the perfect patient because what you want to do is get kind of a profile of who's coming in to your your office and if you you know if you can't answer these questions yourself maybe the better route is to have a, a small focus group of patients you know that absolutely love your practice they'll take a few minutes out to out of their day to answer these things but you want to ask a couple of questions such as like age where they hang out online um, you know what what they read what social media they use what they watch what they listen to where they shop what they eat and the list goes on and on and on and on. And the reason that you do this is because all of these things can help you create content and target your message for the right person and the right patient. So uh, for an example, you may find that a large majority of your patients age 25 to 35, they're on Facebook. None of them, let's say, just for sake of example, they don't use YouTube and they all love the new Star Wars movie. So you can actually take this data and target people in your geographic area that are 25 to 35 on Facebook that are shown an interest in Star Wars and create an ad specifically to them. So you can create uh, your, your own little image and you can say, may the force and your health be with you. And that's gonna resonate with those people specifically. And then thanks to the miracle of technology, you can target those people and follow them all the way through the funnel and see if that ad actually gets people to your website and convert it into patients. You know, we hear all the time that, um, gosh, I'm so busy. Where, don't, where am I supposed to come up with all these ideas for content? And when we're saying, when we say content, we mean it could be a, um, a definition of something on your website. It could be a procedure and just outlining how a procedure works. It could be an article that you write, something educational. It could be a, an image. It could be a video, whatnot. So all the time we're like, what am I gonna do? How am I going to create all this content? We hear this constantly. And sometimes you just have to be on the lookout for something that's going on in your area. So Corey just touched on Star Wars because, you know, we're, we're recording this right at the beginning of the year. And Star Wars is pretty darn hot right now. And we have an example over the, the holidays that we wrote some content specific, knowing that Christmas season was coming up. We wrote some content for an orthopedic group that talked about overuse injuries and talked about um, 
taking a fall on something like a new hoverboard. Because hoverboards, if you watch the news over the last couple of months, those hoverboards, people are like the emergency room visits are up. We're talking about brain injuries, concussions. We're talking about broken bones. And then as it relates to kind of the holiday season, you know, the content that we created was about overuse injuries, whether it was video game overuse and controllers and, and texting fingers, whether it was upper back problems, neck problems from reading on tablets and electronic devices. So sometimes you got to look at what's coming through the pipeline from a, from a holiday standpoint or something big. Like for us, we talked about the concussion movie. You know, did we want to put certain clients in front of the media to be offered themselves as experts for concussions because the Will Smith movie came out on Christmas Day. So these are the types of things that you want to be thinking about because content and strong content development, when you can't go out and get good PR for your practice, the next best thing that you can do is create content so when somebody's going and looking for something related to you know some current event, that your practice is the one to pop up. Definitely. And I think there's something to be said for being timely and creating content pieces like that. Um, and on the flip side, you know, if you're in the middle of the year and there's nothing really going on, a great place to look for content is your website's procedure and services page. Because, yeah, you might have, you know, your intro and a couple of bullet points and what have you, but you can, um, you can take each one of those bullets and create a content page based around that. And you can talk specifically about what to expect with the procedure, what what are some symptoms to know if maybe this is the right thing for you, what is recovery like. And if you want to go an even step further, you can video a physician talking about that. So you have your written content, you have your video content that can be broken down probably into three to five pieces. And then you can take this written content and this video content and divvy that all up and you probably wind up with 10 or more social posts based off of that one new page that you just created. And if you go to the show notes from today, we can give you, we'll give you a visual that kind of explains this because let's say you've got 10 things on your services page and it's a list of 10 bullet points on the page. Each one of those 10 bullet points can be a new page on the website that is one new piece of content per month and you've just filled the entire year just off your services page. Yeah, exactly. And one thing to note here, uh, you know, some ideas are are good and some ideas are really, really good. So a few years ago, it would make sense to, let's say, or even last year, it would make sense to write something and say, you know, what's the difference between a cold and the flu? But that's really general and it's really hard to rank with that because if you think if you're going to go that route, you're going to have to compete against probably Wikipedia, WebMD, you know, some of the really big hitters, and you're not going to beat them. No, you're not. No. So what you can do, though, is be very, very specific because what we're finding, you know, digging through the data and everything moving forward is that the more specific you are, the the better the content actually does because something very specific hasn't been created yet, but people are looking for it. So if you can be the one to create that piece, then your content is going to do really well. So rather than say cold versus flu, if you said are constant headaches a part of the flu and you answer that question within the content and you do it well, that piece is going to do phenomenal. It'll do a lot better than if it was just a general cold versus flu piece, like I said, because you're, you're, there's just no way. Because everybody writes about cold versus yeah, flu. But there's you, just no way that you're, you're going to beat them. But a couple years ago when we were just start, starting to talk about content marketing and content development, from a strategy standpoint, I mean, you would you would write these fluff pieces. You would schedule once a month that you were going to write a fluff piece about the difference between the cold versus flu, you know, common injuries to your knee, 
are female ACLs worse than male ACLs? I mean, you would just, you would come up with all these different fluff pieces, you know, 10, 10 advantages to running on the beach versus a hard surface. You know, why I, why to wear, why to wear sunglasses to protect your, sure. your, your eyes. These are fluff pieces. Now it's more about procedures, video, true testimonials tied in with a procedure, you know, pieces that are detailed for search. And so we have one site that just does phenomenal and it's a page that we're just blown away. The number one page on the site versus the homepage is about bone cyst. Like 30,000 visitors last year came to find out what a bone cyst is and what they could do to get rid of a bone cyst. And it's not even a primary area for the practice. It's just a page that there's not a lot of competition out there. It's very detailed, has some great explanations, and it just really does well with search, and, and it draws people to the website. Yeah, and and sometimes that will happen. You know, you will create a page, and it will be general, and it will do really well, like like the bone cyst page. But you know, other times, you know, especially today, if you were going to start from scratch, our advice would be to be as specific as possible. And then once you have that piece done, then you want to target that content. For your audience, which is why the patient profile is so important, because then you know, you know who they are and where they are, and how they want to kind of consume their content, and then you can give it to them in that way, in the hopes that you know they'll either convert themselves or they'll share it with somebody that needs it, and the content will keep, you know, it'll extend the lifespan essentially. True that. Yeah. So another thing that we wanted to talk about is the idea of reusing content. So like, like we had touched on previously, if you take that page and the video and the social posts, and let's say you can turn it into 10 pieces of content that way, you want to make sure that once those 10 pieces are up, they don't go away completely because you can reuse and reuse and reuse that content. And then in a, in a couple of years, you change it slightly and then reuse and reuse and reuse it again. So there's no reason to really reinvent the wheel every single month. So one example that um, Corey and I have, uh, often do presentations to groups, and we will talk about patient testimonials and how they are just a gift that keeps on giving. So an example of the lifespan of some content is we recently got some video, um, about two minutes worth, of a doctor explaining a procedure for sclerotherapy, which is a, um, a vascular procedure. And then that became a piece of content that we put on YouTube, we put on the website, and it was great. Then a couple months later, we got a patient testimonial from a patient who had the sclerotherapy procedure done. That became its own piece of content, put it on YouTube, put it on the website. It did great. It had social, everybody had social, everybody's happy. Those two separately could stand alone on their own and be great pieces of content. But then we go back and we get our writers to sit down and um, write a story in long form content that explains the procedure and ties the patient testimonial into it in a written form. So now we have a third piece of long form content that we are able to build the page around that. Then we're able to embed those videos, both of them into that page separately from the other two pieces. Then we're able to put some dollars behind it and give it some high profile um, real estate on the website. And we're really able to drive that sclerotherapy page and make our practice stand out against any other practices that do sclerotherapy. It took months to get the content. And, but because we were patient and we had kind of the end game in mind, we've been able to create a fantastic piece of content that will give to this practice for years to come. Definitely. And 
So if you're sitting there and you're, you're thinking, well, this, again, this sounds great, what do I do? I think the big takeaway is that you don't need to produce a piece of content every single week, every single month. It doesn't need to be overwhelming, but what it does need to be is quality. Yeah. I, I think quality, quality over above, quantity at this yeah, point. Yeah, quality above all else. So, you know, even if you can only get out a piece of content, let's say, you know, once every other month or once every three months, what have you, if it's really, really good, then that should do a majority of the work for you. Yeah, and I will say too, we've, we've fallen into this trap years ago, is we'll produce so much content that you almost forget how much content you've got and you're not able to put the time and the effort into properly promoting the content. So you've got to measure the bandwidth that you've got within your practice, produce quality content that is um, built and driven out of search and out of what people are looking for, and then put some dollars and time and effort into actually promoting that content and you'll see it pay off in dividends. Yeah, and when you when you do promote that content, just make sure that it is targeted for the right audience and then you'll be golden. So with that said, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode. As always, I'm Corey. And I'm Jennifer. And we thank you guys for listening. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.